0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, December the 23rd, 2021. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day is Asajj which means to lessen the intensity of something that pains or distresses or to ease a I hope everyone is enjoying the Thursday, two more days before that favorite time of the year, Christmas. Hope everyone is enjoying or will enjoy their holidays, Christmas, of course. And, uh, well, wow, the year has, man, where has the year gone? We, we have been wrapped up in so much. This year has Zoomed bye hope everyone gets together with family and friends and enjoy their uh holiday like i said man christmas is here two more days wow um uh, as far as the weather here in north carolina man it is uh crazy would be an understatement uh we've been dropping down into some frost below 30 in some places 28 29 27 wake up the next morning frost all over the car gotta let it uh thaw out or warm up, however you say it. And then the temperature rises during the day to uh, sometimes in the upper fifties to the sixties. Like I said, Christmas day is supposed to be 66, but next week it is going to be in the seventies. Wow. Just wow. Just wow. Crazy time of year. Um, well, as far as the weather goes, uh, well, it, it does this sometimes here in North Carolina, then January, and February, we get slammed. The bottom falls out. Who knows? Maybe that's what's going to happen this year. But for as for right now, man, we're getting some unseasonably mild temperatures. Uh, if you were expecting snow on Christmas Day here in North Carolina, sorry for you. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. It just is not going to happen. Well, that Omicron, man, it, it has now taken over as the leading variant here in the United States just has it's the dominant variant now surpass Delta and, and they're they're still learning about it of course I mean hey uh what do we really know about omicron well one of the things that they're saying and they're still they, they still have to do some more studies you know some more what they call peer reviews but what they're saying is those who uh contract omicron are less likely to be hospitalized as opposed to the Delta variant. However, uh, it looks like Omicron, 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 I'm sorry, Omicron, Omicron, Lord, Omicron (laughs) looks like it uh, spreads faster, however, and it evades for some the vaccine. So what they're finding is a lot of those that have been vaccinated are catching this Omicron variant. So much so the Biden administration is uh, pushing or, or moving forward with its plan had had to go back to the drawing board. And it, it, President Biden came out with a uh, uh, he spoke earlier this week and said, hey, he's going to authorize the, the the use of at home COVID tests. It's also going to ramp up the uh, on site COVID testing. But for the at-home COVID test, he's—I think I, if I'm not mistaken—I believe he said somewhere in the neighborhood or upwards of 500,000 at-home COVID tests will be readily available for those that want to use it here in the U.S. So they're going to ship it right to your door. Certainly is a uh, like I've always said, man. COVID has shaken things up, turned it inside out, slapped it, flipped it, rubbed it down, kicked you, and you know what? COVID has changed the way we are living and dealing with life and with this army crime, it, it it certainly has put a new spin on it it has taken over as the dominant variant here in the united states i don't hear that much about delta the delta variant anymore that that's i guess it's still around i would think but then again who knows well yeah like i said what they're finding is that you're 20 percent less likely to be uh hospitalized with the Omicron, I guess that's a good thing, but it is it spreads more faster. And uh, it, man, it, it, it's just it evades vaccines. So for those that are arguing that hey, the vaccine can't take can't take care of everything, there goes their uh, one plus argument. Now they have, now they got a leg to stand on, I guess you could say. But uh, I, I'm still glad I took that, that vaccine. I, I just am. I, I just am. That's just me. That's just me. No one has to agree with me or just like, I may not agree with you. If you choose not to take the vaccine or if you choose to take the vaccine, it doesn't matter to me. If, if I could say anything, it would be to uh, each and every one of us. Just take care of yourself. Do what's best for you. Take the politics out of it. Just do take the politics and the social norm or, or, or social acceptance nonsense out of it and just do what's best for you and yours. That's the bottom line for me. That, that's the conclusion I came up with. I just did. Just did. All right. Uh, let's go get it. Man, this uh this next piece kind of uh, I guess you could say it, it it strikes home for me. Now, what what they're saying is that uh, well, let's just get started with uh Seattle, Washington. In Seattle, Washington earlier this week or last week, they arrested 35 people who were stopped as they tried to flee after shop after a shoplifting incident. That, you know, that that um what do they call that? That mob smash and grab where they run into the store, they grab whatever they can and and, and then just ran run out. Well, apparently these uh 35 people, <laughs> wow. They uh, targeted, no pun intended, they targeted a a downtown Target in uh, Seattle, Washington, to which they stole bottles of liquor. None of the cheap stuff from what I saw was pretty reasonably priced and pretty good hooch and some more home goods, of course. Now, officers, ah, this is is where it gets crazy to me. Now, officers ID'd the thieves, gave them a trespassing notice, and let them go. Apparently that and, and and this this that that's like this that here in North Carolina. I believe there's a certain amount that you have to actually physically uh have in your possession possession, and then they add it up to see how much it totals before they actually arrest you. If not, they're just going to give you a trespassing warrant, tell you not to come. Some instances they may they, they'll give you a court date. So, anyway, they gave them this uh these trespassing notices and what they say is is up to the DA to prosecute. However, there's an incoming DA or city attor- attorney and and she has promised to get tough on shoplifters. Now, one official says that this type of crime fuels the drug market in Seattle flat out. You know, homeless people, they, they they we we've I've reported on this before, they recruit homeless people that may be addicted to drugs or whatever and you know, they go in, they shoplift and so they go back to the drug dealer, and they give them the goods in exchange for drugs. Sadly, um, I would say everybody has a hustle, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know that's that's not too big of a hustle for me. But the reason why I say it it, it, it strikes home for me is because, um, well, I got to be honest with you, it as as someone that works in the, the, the retail industry. And and another thing that came out was that uh, uh the the Retail Federation Association however you said it said that uh, surprisingly this year the shoplifting doesn't have a, a, a huge impact on um the retails it was somewhere like 0.07% they were were saying was was the the final tally for for this um shoplifting so they're saying it's not that bad But for those that actually work in retail, it is that bad. It's frustrating. It's irritating. I mean, if if you're thinking that this is just somehow, somewhere, an isolated incident, hell, later on, uh, earlier this week also, in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, they arrested 18, and they were ranging in ages from 21 to 70 years old. The world is a 70, well, okay, well, hey, um, (laughs) I would say what in the world is a 70-year-old doing out shoplifting, but hey, I mean. People shoplift for whatever reason, not just drug-related. Maybe it's just uh, things that they need in in, in in life, day-to-day dealings. I don't know. Uh, who am I to say? But they arrested these 18 people in, in, in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And it, 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 what they termed as organized retail theft, that smash and grab, that mob, they they during this arrest, they recovered uh, $1,700 in stolen goods, and 15,000 in counterfeit goods. So there's a little ring going on, going around. That's nothing new, nothing surprising. We've all heard of it. I believe we call them boosters or, so, or something like that or whatever. But the police department said the operation they're running is to curb shoplifting during the holidays in Myrtle Beach. Now, just like Seattle, the uh, one of the law enforcement officials also says that this harms the business community and is often related to other serious criminal acts drugs that that appears to be the catalyst here drugs and just like I said uh, the retail industry says it's not a, uh, it hasn't had a big impact on um the retail industry and in, and in, in as a whole they're saying it's marginally low at 007 percent but uh the la Times came out and said hey that rate is growing. It's, it's, it's overwhelming the workers and police officers that have to respond to these incidents of this this, this shoplifting, this mob mentality, if you will. I, I, for one, I can honestly tell you, as someone that works in retail, it is so disheartening and irritating. Inferior, it it infuriates you that you work hard to get these products on the shelf, to get these products out to those customers that need it. And you could just be standing there and with, you know, whatever company you work for, a lot of these uh, retail companies, they have a no hands approach. They even have a, a no approach, meaning you don't say anything to them. And just just to be standing there and watch someone load up a shopping, shopping cart or load up their own personal bag and walk right out of the store and there's nothing you can say or do. All you can do is observe and report. That's really all you can do. Now, like I've always said, I'm not going to chase or run anyone down over some merchandise. I'm just not. But for those, the the, the, the flip side of that is for those people that come into the store looking for items and you have to tell them you don't have it. Of course, you can't tell them you don't have it because of shoplifters. But the neighborhood I work in, they could pretty much gather. They know. Hell, some of them may even be buying from these uh, career shoplifters, boosters. I don't know. Do they still call them boosters? I'm not sure. But anyway, it's disheartening. It's disheartening to, to, to watch those elderly people that come in looking for an item or come in that need a shopping cart to guide them down the aisles. And you have to tell them you don't have any shopping carts because all your shopping carts have been taken. Because someone, of course, you can't say why, but once again, they can gather. I mean, at one point in time, you had X amount of shopping carts. Now you don't have any in the store whatsoever. Nobody's eating them. These fools are loading the merchandise in them and walking right out to the store. Some even walk right down the street loaded with, <laughs> with goods. Some fools even have their car pulled in and they just dump the stuff in the trunk or the seat and jump in and haul you know what. It's disheartening to, 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 for those to watch those elderly people struggle. It's disheartening to watch these single mothers when they come in, when they have to, you know, a lot of them don't have transportation. So they're on uh, city transportation or they're walking and they then have to come, they walk however many miles or whatever I have you. And you have to tell them you don't have what they're looking for. That's disheartening. It's, it's much more than just affecting the, the, the retail bottom line. It's about the customers for me. Me personally, like I said, to see people come in and look for something and you know you should have it or you just had it and you just had to stand there and watch it walk right out the door. That's that's the catalyst for me. That's what makes this so pathetic and sad. Uh, I'm not going to say, you know, everybody has to has their hustle. Everybody has to do what they have to do to survive. That's That's nonsense. That's 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 just nonsense. There's a lot of a lot of things you can do what you have to do to survive and going around from store to store still ain't one of them. not going to give you that that pass. Sorry, not sorry. That's just nonsense to me. But for for whatever reason, those uh the Retail Federation Association, however you say it, they're saying it's not that big of an impact. It is that big of an impact for those that work in the industry and for police officers that have to come out and do these reports. I I can rest assuredly when I say I I gather that they have better things to do to come out and and watch video and and give you a police incident report for pretty much nothing. Because uh, a lot of times, unless these people do something uh, that or steal something of some high dollar value that they can tally up. They're not prosecuted. They're they're just not even slapped. On, not even a slap on the wrist. No pursuit is is warranted now, unless they do something. Like I said, a lot of us they do something crazier than chocolate for that small amount. Um, I, I I just it it amazes me how how, how people rationalize what they do and they know it's wrong, but they still rationalize it because of whatever social ill has got them down. Uh, That's a no for me. You're going in and stealing it for somebody, uh, people that work for it, that are working to put it out for those that work for it, and here you go. You're going to steal it, sell it for drugs or whatever, or what have you? That, that may, no. That's a no for me. But uh, as someone that works in retail, I can honestly tell you Like I said, I'm not one of those that pursues shoplifters. My safety is paramount. Those goods can be written off at the end of the year, however they do it. I can observe and report. (laughs) That's what you have the cameras for. I can play the camera back for you. That's about it. Not going to jeopardize my life fooling with fools over merchandise. Not going to do it. Just not. All right, let's move along here. Let's move along. Uh, Another topic I I wanted to talk to you guys about, I know we've all heard about it. It, During this pandemic and and since we have started back with airline travel, there has been, uh, since May, there has been uh, 2,500 incidents of uh, recorded unruly passengers. Now, at some point in time, I guess they're saying that that stood at 394 for the unruly. But what they're experiencing is they're saying that some of the accidents or, or whatever are or contributed to uh the sale of alcohol. So a lot of the airlines are now sitting down wondering, well, maybe we should stop selling alcohol, or they have restricted alcohol sales. But what they're saying also is is there there's four reasons that that we're experiencing or we're seeing all these incidents of um uh, Unruly passengers. Unruly pat- passengers to the to the extent that they get up and they actually fight the flight attendant. I believe one flight attendant lost a tooth in a, in a melee with a fool. Yeah, you're a fool. You're a whole fool. You're a whole fool for so on so many levels. But the main level for me of, of you being a fool is you wait until you get up in the air in a metal tube to show your natural born. So much to the to the point or to the extent that they have to restrain you. Midair, not midair, you're in the air, mid-flight. You're in an all-out argument, physically and verbally, with a flight attendant that is there to take care of you. Now, what they're attributing this to, the, the four things they're attributing to, what they, they're saying, that it, it quite possibly could be or stems from uh, what they call unexpected, Experienced flyers because what they're finding is there are fewer frequent flyers aboard because a lot of businesses, due to the pandemic, they aren't flying. So they're doing a lot of video conferences soon. And what they found, a lot of newcomers or those that haven't flown for a while are not used to the rules of flying. Number two on that list is inconsistent or changing mask rules vacationers, uh, well, the vaccine versus the uh, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. Well, you're in closed spaces. So, you know, hey, at one point in time, you know, when we started back flying, the airlines were saying, hey, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a face mask. But when Delta ramped up and now you have Omicron, they're saying, hey, put your face mask back on. And a lot of people are saying that's inconsistent. Why are you telling us to put a face mask on? Uh, duh, uh, you're in a closed space. I don't care how good the ventilation is. You're in a closed space. I certainly would want to have a face mask on also, but, <laughs> but you know, most people, hey, what they're saying is a violation of their rights. And also number three on the list, pandemic fatigue. We've been locked down for so long and customers uh, are saying they don't want to be restricted. Understandable. But you're not in your own personal vehicle with your family. You're in an airplane that is airborne with people you don't know you have never met in your life. So you don't know what they have going on. You just don't. You just don't. Well, I can't understand that rationale. And number four on the list is uh, a, a loss of control. Uh, but once again, people feel that, that their rights are being violated. And also another thing that came out of that number four, which they touched on, that I can kind of I can kind of relate. And I understand they're saying that violence as a whole across the country is on the rise and it's more common due to, you know, of course, social ills. Once again, people don't want their rights violated. They feel as though they're they're not uh, being respected. There's someone's telling them what, what to do. I can halfway get it, got it, understand it. But you're in a metal tube in the air, flying with people that you don't know you've never met a date in your life. And you choose to get up and raise your, you know what? Because it'll show you, you know what, because you feel as though your rights, your personal rights are being violated. You've been locked down for however, how long, oh, woes me, troubles, 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 uh, <laughs> get over yourself. This thing is bigger than you. No one's violating your rights. I just don't see it. I think it's personally that alcohol, <laughs> I do. You know, everybody can't handle that, uh, that juice, that jungle juice. They just can't. They get that that juice in them, boy. They act like they they all of a sudden become king of the world. They, no one can tell them what to do, how to do, or where to do it. They're gonna let everybody on that plane know and everybody in the world know they cannot be controlled. Yeah, I think it's the alcohol. Uh, <laughs> I do. I really do. Uh, everybody can't handle that alcohol. That that fire water can't handle can't handle that fire water. So a lot of folks just lose it. They just do. So, yeah, a lot of airlines are coming out saying, hey, we might restrict or flat out just take alcohol off the flight, off the menu altogether. All because grown people can't control themselves. That's the bottom line. Grown folks. Grown folks acting as though they don't have the sense the good Lord gave a billy goat. Wait until you get in a metal tube. However many grounds, however many feet off the ground and decide to jump up and show your your new your your you know what yeah one flight attendant lost their teeth uh we've all seen videos of people actually getting fist fights with the flight attendants hats off to those fly, flight attendants I, I must say hats off to you i salute you because uh <laughs> i can't give you i can't give you that i just can't um it, it, it. I'm not a, 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 a toughy puffy. I'm not that violent. I'm not an old softy either. But if you put your hands on me, <laughs> boy, if you put your hands on me, job or no job, courtesy or no courtesy, we're going to have a a, a a conflict, a huge one. I never understood the, the audacity of folks to feel as though they can put their hands on people when things aren't going their way, when they feel as though they they're not getting their way. I never understood that. You're supposed to be grown. We always tell our kids, don't touch anyone. Try to talk talk it out or walk away. But for whatever reason, when when someone comes around, a flight attendant comes around and asks you, hey, put, could you put your face mask on, you choose to rant and rave. Some that that say when they're asked to put their uh, face mask on, say, I've been eating. I've been drinking. You've been eating and drinking the whole flight inside of a closed space when you know that you you know you're supposed to have a face mask on. I don't care how many times these airlines change their policies. I don't care what the CDC says. I don't care what Dr. Fauci says. I don't care what the Biden administration says. You're in a closed space. Common sense should dictate and override Any recommendation, especially now two years in and we've dealt with COVID and we know what it can do. We know how it moves and operates. I know the Omicron is fairly new, but it's pretty much following the same path as the Delta or the regular COVID-19. It just is. And for you to just sit there and say, I'm not going to do it and then get up and then try to get in a physical fight with someone. Yeah, you need to be restrained. I personally think you don't need to fly ever, ever in life. Take a Greyhound drive your own car, drive a rental car, feel that strongly. Are you that opposed? Why fly? Why bother? Why aggravate yourself to get out there and try to prove a point? That's why stir up trouble. Some folks are just like that. I know it sounds crazy and it is crazy to think that someone would go, would get on a board an airplane and then the, the, have it come to this, that they have to actually hold uh I, would, I think they actually need to start holding hearings on this, and I usually don't do, say this, but something has to be done. You're not just jeopardizing your life. You're not just jeopardizing that flight attendant's life. You're jeopardizing everyone's life on board that plane because you, through a temper tantrum, as a grown man or woman, It's not confined to men. <laughs> it's not confined to uh, a certain race, white, black, Asian, Hispanic. Everybody's doing it. Join the natural born because they don't want to put a face mask on. Yeah, you're endangering everyone on board that plane. Because you don't want to put a face mask on. You feel as though your rights are being violated. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Just wow. The foolishness. What is going on with us as a society that we are actually getting into physical fights over a face mask? Midair. Not a good look as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think they really do need to look into this more. And those people that they find in violation that refuse to put on face masks too much to the point that they get in a verbal argument, an altercation or physical altercation. Yeah, you need you don't need to fly anymore. Just don't. You just don't. You don't need to fly. Take a bus. Take a train. Well, you got to wear it on the train. That's public transportation. Rent a car. Drive yourself wherever you want to go. Get unlimited miles. I mean, hey. Drive yourself around if you feel, if you're in opposition of face masks that much, that bad. Drive your own self. Stop jeopardizing folks' lives because you want to take some political social stance. And you feel as though your rights are being trampled on and violated because you don't like anyone telling you what to do. Wow. Well, uh hell, perhaps you need to rent your own plane. <laughs> rent your own jet. You got enough money for that? And they also need to start fining them. Don't say you, you got these fines on the book and you're not doing it. Fine them and ban them. Maybe that'll wake some folks up. Can't take that quick trip to on your little vacation because now you have to drive yourself. Can't take that quick trip, what would usually take you an hour to get somewhere or 30 minutes. Now it's going to take four or five hours because you have to drive. Yeah, start banning them and finding them. Find them. Line it up. Who cares? I don't. I mean, if you're that big and bad to, to, to get in an all out fist fight with someone over a, a piece of cloth, uh, I would gather you have money and the tools and resources to do for yourself. Rent yourself a private jet or rent yourself a car. That works for me. Don't have to deal with you. <laughs> Just don't. Yeah, that's certainly that's that's absurd to me. And, and like I said before, uh, hats off to those flight and, flight attendants and other crew members. I salute you. I do. I, I, I my, my, my heart's with you. My mind's with you. I can I can understand your woes. Because far fetched as it sounds, I go through the same thing at retail with people. And these face masks, or just in general dealings with the public, maybe that's the way you know. Like this, the four, one of the four rules said we've become a society of uh, violence, and this looks like what what this is the end result. Can't even take a flight. Can't even relax on a flight anymore. Well, that's all for me today. I'm going ready to get out of here. Uh, two more days to Christmas. I hope everyone enjoys their holidays. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I also want to tell you guys I'm going to be doing a a year review, end of year review, and it will be coming soon. As always, thank you for listening to.